Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey everyone, welcome back to That's How I Roll. I'm Jeremiah Isley. I'm your host, as I always am, on this show. Thanks for tuning in for episode 76. Hope you guys enjoyed 75, which was a special live episode that we did last week. Uh, really had a lot of fun with that one. It was very cool, uh, just kind of doing it live and on the fly. And hopefully it was a, a good episode for everybody who enjoys the show. So uh, before we get things running here, I wanted to just give you the quick rundown of what you can expect today, and then we'll get things launched and running. Here we go. Today we are going to uh, take a look at the What's Up Weekly Just a little update about some games I've been playing, things going on in life, that sort of thing. Then we're going to be heading into a drive-by review of Queen Domino from Blue Orange Games, the follow-up to King Domino, which won the Spiel des Jahres. I can never say that entirely right, but you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we will be heading into the Real Talk segment, and I've got a cool topic to talk about today. I think you guys will enjoy it. So with that, I say, let's do this thing. So a couple things to talk about in the What's Up Weekly today. First of all, don't forget about our Indiegogo campaign. It's up and running. We're a few hundred dollars in, which is amazing. Thank you guys so, so much. Uh, the big opportunities are still available. If you are a designer, a publisher, uh, a business of some sort that would like to sponsor a season of this show, That's How I Roll, or our other two podcasts, the Theology of Games podcast and Board Games FM, you can do that by heading over to Indiegogo and you can, uh, I believe the custom URL is indiegogo.com slash TOG origins. And you can be a part of this show. You can be the presenting sponsor of this show and any other show that's happening on Theology of Games. Would love to have you on board. We're really, really excited about being at Origins this year. We think it's going to help us just expand our audience, expand our reach, and just help us have a lot more fun doing what we do, as if that's possible. I, I But I think it is. We have a blast doing this, and we're really excited for what's coming in the future here with Theology of Games. So there's the plug for today. So coming up tomorrow is International Tabletop Day. What are you doing? You got plans for tomorrow? It's it's sort of the board gamers holiday. So I know there's a lot of live streams going on. I know there's a lot of events happening at your friendly local game store. There's uh, just lots of cool stuff happening. So what's happening there for you? What are you doing? What do you plan on playing? Are you streaming somewhere? Let us know. We'd love to hear about that. We'll we'll retweet you if you tweet at us. Let, if you're you know plugging a, a stream or something like that, we'd be glad to help promote the uh, hobby and, and what folks 
are doing for this holiday, let let us know. Um, I'm probably I've, I'm torn between a couple options. My friend Alan Girding, who's been on the show before, is going to be playing some games up in Cleveland at a, a game parlor up there at the board. I think it's called the Tabletop Cafe. He told me, so I'm hoping to get up there and play with Alan because it's been a while. And uh, I miss hanging out with that dude. But uh, if not, I'll be playing games at home with my family, maybe have a friend over or something like that. But it's going to be kind of a low-key day for us. We're in a super busy time right now uh, with, uh, with me being deep, deep in rehearsal mode. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out tomorrow. We're, we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you guys posted via Twitter and F- Instagram and Facebook. So I, as I always do, I like to post pictures when I'm playing games and doing cool stuff. So stay tuned for that. But let us know. What, do you, what are you doing for uh, Tabletop Day? Like I said, we'll be glad to retweet it. We've got all of our social media platforms. Uh, we have over 20,000-ish followers so we'd be glad to give you a little plug there for the holiday so let us know hit us up at theologyofgames.com and we are let's see what's what else i got for this week oh yeah so last weekend uh my son and i xavier he's been on the show before as well if you go back a few episodes we talk my boys and i talk about star wars and board games and stuff like that have a lot of fun talking on the show they like to be kind of goofy sometimes but we had a great time we went down to columbus and it was uh just me and him and we had kind of a man weekend a little getaway little father-son time and on friday night or no we were there saturday to sunday on saturday night i said hey we got some options. Here's some movies that are out. You know, I read off some movies at a nearby movie theater, or we can go to Kingmakers, which is this cool board game parlor and play board games tonight after we have dinner. And he chose board games. So yeah. (laughs) So we actually went and had a great time. We probably were there for about four hours or so. They have cool sodas there. I had this Swamp Pop, which is like a pure cane sugar soda. It was delicious. Uh, Sure, it was terrible for me, but (laughs) I didn't really care. Uh, We had just an awesome time playing games. We ended up playing uh, Seven Wonders Duel. We played Element. We played Star Realms and Santorini. And we played Queen Domino, which is this week's drive-by review. Oh, hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. All right, Queen Domino, you've probably heard about it. It's been out for a little while. It came out kind of late last year, fall, winter, and uh, it is the follow-up of Blue Orange's King Domino from Bruno Cathala, and it is um there's a way you can play it as an expansion but it is definitely a standalone game and i'm going to talk about the standalone game because i think that's the best way to to go at this one so also i'm going to assume that everybody knows pretty much how to play king domino at this point king domino won the spiel last year and uh, i know a lot of people have played it So we're just going to go forward with that. If you haven't played it, I I apologize. We've got a review of it up on Theology of Games. Just go in and type in the search bar, King Domino. You'll see it show up. But um, so the base mechanisms of 
Queen Domino are the same as King Domino, where there's four domino-like tiles that come out. They have numbers on the back of them. You line them up ascending, so top is, or descending, top is the lowest value, bottom being the highest value. You flip them over, everybody takes turns picking those, and, uh, and then you line up another set, and then they pick those, and then the ones that they're, as they pick, they take their tile, they place it in their kingdom, and then uh, at the end of the game, you score points for your largest sections. You know, if you have different terrain types, they all have to touch when you play some, and the crowns that are in these terrain types are multipliers for you. You get extra points for having extra crowns, and that's that's basically King Domino. What Queen Domino adds to the mix is it adds uh, a market board, I, I guess that's the word for it, market board that has building tiles that you put on it, which are a single square. They're not the double square like the rest of the tiles. It adds uh, a queen token, a dragon token, a bunch of little knight meeples, and tower meeples. Um, it also adds money into the mix, and it adds red terrain. Now, I know I just kind of read off a whole bunch of things there, but it really, it's so manageable, and if you've played King Domino, you're gonna walk right into this and be like, all right, it's this, this, and this, boom, we're good, okay. So what basically what it does is when you, when you take your tile after you've selected and you put it in your kingdom, you have the chance to buy uh, a, a, a building tile from the board. And they have a descending amount that they cost. They start at five and they go down to zero. And uh, so you can use your money to pay for that. Also, when you place your tile, you can play your knight into any terrain that you, you'd like and you get money for the amount of ter connected terrain. So like if you have, you know, six desert terrains connected and you place your knight there, he goes and collects tax and you get six coins. Very, very cool. Uh, so that's how the knights work. You'll get more knights and you'll get towers, which I'm going to talk about now, when you build buildings, right? So when you buy that building, it's got an immediate effect of giving you, sometimes giving you knights and or towers. And when you have the towers, you can put those on the building that, that you build in your kingdom. And if you have the most towers, you get the queen token. The queen token makes it cheaper for you to buy those buildings. It gives you a one coin discount. And at the end of the game, she gets put into your largest terrain type area and adds another crown. So she's kind of pretty powerful, um, especially during the game if you really want to be frugal with your money. Uh, and then um, it's very cool because those towers, like as soon as somebody else ties you, they get the queen. There's kind of a power struggle with that. But there's also the cool thing about these building tiles is that they give you in-game scoring stuff as well. So some of them will give you uh, points for each area of a certain terrain type. So like if you, if you have a terrain type that's all broken up and not connected, you'll get a point for each of those areas. Like if you have four different areas, that's four points for that. Some of them give you points per night or per tower. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of different varying things that these buildings do. Now, the thing that you have to know is that you can only build them on the red terrain types. So that's why there's that extra terrain type uh, in, in the game is because 
you have to have one of those showing to build it. Otherwise, you, you're you're stuck. You can't you can't build a building. And the only other thing is the dragon. The dragon simply on your turn instead of buying uh, a, a building type, you can pay the dragon a coin. You just throw it back into the bank, and he goes and destroys. He'll burn down a building. So if somebody is just killing it and they've got a ton of towers, and there's a building out there that's going to give them points for those towers. You send that dragon over there to build it and you crush their dreams and they cry and they wail. Uh, <laughs> that's happened to me before. <laughs> uh, but it's that's that's all the dragon does. And then at the end of that round, that turn, he just goes back to his cave. And then there's a whole stack of tiles that repopulate those and they kind of shift down. So the longer something's been out, it, it gets cheaper and cheaper uh, as you'd expect any kind of economic mechanism to work. So that's really how the game works. Uh, there's obviously in-game scoring is a little more lengthy because of the building tiles that you'll be, you'll play and how they affect the game. But uh, it, it, the box says it plays in 25 minutes and that's pretty accurate. You know, with a four player game, if everybody is pretty hip to how the game works, doesn't overstay its welcome. It's just like King Domino in that regard. And because of how smooth all these mechanics work, they don't add a lot of time. They don't add a lot of analysis paralysis. It's really a seamless step up from King Domino. Uh, my opinion is that if you have this, just trade off or sell or give away King Domino. There is a way that you can play it as an expansion to King Domino or I, don't, I haven't even read those rules, to be honest with you, because Queen Domino stands alone so, so good. Um, it really, really is great. I know uh, AJ, who's one of the hosts of Board Games FM, he, has, he gave away his copy of King Domino to a friend that he knew was kind of getting into gaming and was kind of dabbling. He's like, here, have this game. I don't need it anymore. I've got Queen Domino. And... And I, I agree with that. I'll probably find something to do with my copy of King Domino because it, Queen Domino, in my mind, completely fires King Domino because it just it gives it enough. Now, King Domino won the spiel. I don't expect Queen Domino to, to win it because that's just not how they do that. They, I, I doubt they would give it to a, you know, a sequel um, that obviously that's that's not a thing that's going to happen. But I think Queen Domino is way better than King Domino. Um, and it doesn't add more to the game, that so much to the game that you're like, oh, does, this doesn't even feel like the same game. It, it, why would they do this? It, it very much feels like King Domino, but it is just, it is juiced up just enough. And it's really, really fun. It plays clean, plays tight. I super, super highly recommend this. And if you're a gamer... I would I would even say just skip King Domino because just just do this one. You're you're going to be great with this one. You're not going to miss anything, but it's going to give you a lot of great strategies, a lot of just a, a better gameplay experience in my opinion. So that's it. That's Queen Domino from Blue Orange Games. Again, it's 2 to 4 players. Plays in about 25 minutes, which is pretty accurate and uh the box says 8 and up. That's easily eaten up. Probably if your your kids are gamers, it's going to be a little more or a little less. You, you'll be fine. Do you have a question for Jeremiah? A topic you'd like to hear him tackle? Just shoot him an email at theologyofgames at gmail.com or tweet at theologyofgames.
All right, so this week for Real Talk, um, I wanted to kind of mix a couple of my my passions, one being board games, the other being sports. And uh, last night, I'm recording this on the morning that hopefully it gets released as well. We'll see how that works out. But uh, last night was the NFL draft. Now, if you know me, you know I'm from the Cleveland area which means that it was our Super Bowl <laughs> because we went winless last year. I don't like to talk about that. Anyway, we uh, I watched last night, and around here we had really no idea what was going to happen. And there were a lot of people that said, oh, there's like three or four players that are the conventional pick. They're what they this These are the players that the Browns should pick. And they've got the first pick overall. They can pick anybody they want. They should pick this guy. And they've got the fourth overall pick. They should pick this guy if he's on, if he's still available. Well, they didn't do either of those things. And they, they picked a couple guys that were what we hope will be very, very good players, but not the players that everybody thought, Hey, these are the safe, solid picks that are going to be great for the team. Blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to bring that into gaming because I think we all have games in our collection or games that we love that maybe aren't conventionally thought of as really good games. So for me, that game is Flux. I know there it's kind of a polarizing game. There are a lot of people that really enjoy it. Obviously, it's a successful mar- uh, franchise. It's a successful title. Uh, with lots and lots of different versions. I have a lot of them. But there's a lot of people that are like, if you're a pure, true gamer, you're not going to play this game because it's so random. It's so blah, 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 whatever. Okay, I get all that. It's very random. You can literally just draw a card and say, oh, look, I won because I drew this card. It happens. But I also happen to have a lot of friends who are very light gamers, very casual gamers, and they love it. Anytime we play games, they're like, which version of Flux are we playing? Because because of that, like, ah, crap, I just lost the game because I drew this card. Or, oh, crap, he won the game because he just drew this card. Um, we laugh. We have fun. We joke. We have these funny stories from playing Flux. In if that's what a game is, that's what a game is. It's supposed to be a time that you spend with your friends, you enjoy yourselves, you laugh, you have fun, you joke with each other. I don't have any problem with that, I guess, to a degree. Sure, I have my own snobbery limits where I see somebody playing the game of life and I say, what are you doing? You are an adult. You should know way, way better than this. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> But there are certain games that folks conventionally say, eh, that one's uh, that one's an outlier. That one shouldn't be a part of the hobby that I think we all enjoy for some reason or another. So I want to know what, what game that is for you. Email us, tweet at us, let us know what unconventional game you think is great. And uh, like I said, mine's Flux. I, I love many of the different versions and uh, it's a good time. All right, so that's Real Talk for this week. Hit me up. All right, that's going to do it for another episode of That's How I Roll. Thank you so much for tuning in. I super duper appreciate all of our listeners. 
please don't forget if you uh, have it in your heart to support us through Indiegogo, awesome. But here's the thing. Don't miss this. Even if you can't support us, if you could please share our campaign, spread the word, let people know about it, because that helps just as much as your dollars and cents. Uh, we are trying to spread the word and make this thing go viral. And it, every share, every like, every comment on all the posts that we've been putting out there are super, super helpful. So thank you so much for the folks have, who have already done that. Really appreciate you guys. And I'll thank you in advance for those who are about to. How about that? All right, I'm going to get out of here. I want to thank Blue Orange Games for the copy of Queen Domino. It's awesome. I love it. I want to thank you, the listener. And until next time, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and drive safe.